Miracle Treat Day. You roll up to order a blizzard with your friends and family like you have so many times before. But on this day, every flavor comes with a much-needed dose of hope. For every blizzard you buy at participating locations, $1 or more will be donated to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals for your local children's hospital, making Miracle Treat Day the most satisfying way to give hope to kids in your community. Thursday, July 28th at DQ. It's championship week, and ESPN Wichita is headed to Kansas City. The Shane Dennis Show and the Pulse with me, Pat Stroutman, will be broadcasting live from the Big 12 Championship Tournament throughout the week. We'll have the latest analysis from games, post-game audio with coaches and players, and much, much more from the Team Mobile Center. Our Big 12 Championship coverage is presented by the Enhanced Wellness and Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Your home for the Big 12 Championship is ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. I'm Christine Lisi. Police in Colorado say they're investigating Grizzly star John Moran's actions from the weekend after he posted an Instagram live video in which he displayed what appears to be a gun while at a nightclub. The department is investigating whether Morant may have broken any gun laws. He's away from the team as the NBA conducts an investigation. The first big quarterback domino has fallen. The Saints are signing Derek Carr. He's reunited with Saints coach Dennis Allen, his former head coach with the Raiders. That's one reason Carr is a good match with New Orleans. Believes ESPN's Herm Edwards. Head coach knows who he's getting. He drafted him, so he understands what Derek Carr not only brings playing quarterback, but what he's going to bring in the locker room. And we're talking about all these quarterbacks going to different places, but remember, a quarterback has to lead your football team. He understands his personality. His personality fits with this locker room that he has. They are the leader in the clubhouse right now to win the South. ESPN reports Carr's deal is potentially worth up to $150 million over four years. The NFL has fully reinstated Jaguars receiver Kelvin Ridley from his suspension for violating the league's gambling policy. Get ready for Champions, the hilarious new movie starring Woody Harrelson. Woody's a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. Champions, only in theaters Friday, rated PG-13. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans... It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. Welcome back to the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We're also streaming online. ESPNWichita.com. Tune in app on your smartphone or even on your smart speaker. Or your smart speaker to tune in to ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or tune into KKGQ. Our call letters seem to work well as well. So do what you want to do. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strompman, producing Jack Johnson. 316 669 4996. That is the number of the call. 316-669-4996. If you don't want to get your voice on the air, no big deal. Text line is always a fun place to be. 316-247-0923. That's 247-0923. KUK State both losing on Saturday. Orlando Brown is not going to get the franchise tag. That was breaking news for the Chiefs in hour number one. We have breaking news out of Kansas City for hour number two. 
Just hang tight. If you have thoughts, 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN, Wichita, Pat Strothman, Johnny J, underscore 15. Facebook Messenger is great, too. ESPN, Wichita, 92.3. Here in the second hour, coming up at 325, Cheney girls basketball coach Sarah McCormick. Cheney in the Class 3A state tournament in Hutchinson, taking on Eureka in the 4-5 battle. We'll talk about that. Appreciate Coach Adams of Wellington for coming on the show to close out hour number one. We should have some more guests tomorrow. We'll have May South boys basketball coach Joe Jackson be a part of the show at 225, so that would be great. Always appreciated Coach Jackson. He's one of the few coaches to reach out to me when I got down here to Wichita right off the bat. So looking forward to talking to him as May South is in the Class 5A state tournament. We should have some other guests lined up, too. Andover girls basketball coach Hannah Alexander. And I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg. We can get some more coming up on Wednesday as well. So it's state tournament time. It's exciting. We want to highlight as many programs as we possibly can here on the show throughout the week, which the show is going to be in Kansas City on Thursday and Friday at the Big 12 Championship Tournament. We'll have audio. We'll have instant analysis. You name it, we got it right here on ESPN Wichita. We are the exclusive home of Championship Week. We're pumped. And we're going to be in Kansas City talking about it all. It's all made possible by Kansas Contractors Association and Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Thank you so much to those individuals for making it a reality. should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to some barbecue as well. Looking forward to that. We have a Mount Rushmore Monday coming up at 345. Before we get into Wichita State men's basketball, I felt like it was perfect yesterday. Some people would say I'm crazy. But in one way, I think it was perfect. We'll tell you about that here shortly. Plus, we have audio from Craig Porter Jr. Here's the breaking Chiefs news. This is the breaking Chiefs news. So, Frank Clark, defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. In the offseason, we were wondering, would Kansas City place the franchise tag on Orlando Brown Jr.? The answer, no. Would Kansas City trade away Chris Jones? We still don't know. There's still time to decide that. Will they give him a contract extension? That's another good question. What about Frank Clark? What's going to happen there? Well, Frank Clark. Frank the Shark Clark. The guy who turned into the greatest pass rusher in postseason history. Chiefs and Frank Clark's agent, Eric Burkhart, were unable to find common ground on a reworked deal during several conversations at the Combine, and the expectation now is that Kansas City will release the 29-year-old defensive end who is the NFL's third all-time leading postseason sack guy. And that's where the tweet stops there from Adam Schefter. I guess he went a little bit longer. Which, by the way, Jack, have you seen the longer tweets for some of these people? Have you seen that before? It's been new. It's like a recent thing. I don't think I have. Have you actually. seen some of those people? You haven't. There are some people that have the capability of doing it. It is so annoying. <laughs> I don't need it. Just give me the 140 characters and I'm good. I don't need more. I don't need more. Less is more, Twitter. Less is more. 
Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Here's the damage. So the Chiefs, with them releasing Frank Clark, what this does for Kansas City, when you look at the cap, Frank Clark's release from the Chiefs will leave behind $7.67 million of dead cap, freeing up $21 million of space. Clark earned $77.5 million in four seasons with Kansas City. Now, just because this has happened doesn't mean that he has gone for good. He very well could come back to Kansas City on a reworked deal, but I don't think so. I'm just saying that it's a possibility. But Orlando Brown Jr., not getting the tag. Frank Clark is expected to be released. That's the latest from the Chiefs. And I don't really have the time to dive into that right now for Frank Clark. So we can save it for tomorrow. <laughs> and we're going to do that. And maybe we'll get some more information about Orlando Brown. It's been a very busy news day for the Chiefs in the last two hours. And, hey, I'm okay with it. We love talking about things as they happen here on the show. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Okay, so on to Wichita State men's basketball. So unlike KU and K-State, Wichita State got the dub over the weekend to wrap up the regular season. Wichita State's hosting USF. And I got to say real quick, Jack, yesterday was a chaotic day for me. This whole weekend was chaotic, to be honest with you. And this week it's going to be equally chaotic. NAIA basketball coming up, opening round action, state tournament action, Big 12 tournament. Man, it's going to be crazy. But we, we like crazy. It's just sometimes you just want to catch your breath. Just a little bit. Well, yesterday, the wonderful people for USF Radio, so they needed an emergency engineer. And I somehow was able to make it work. I got the phone call at 10.45, 10.50. I hadn't shaved yet. I also did a shower, and I was like, oh, man, they need someone to help out. I was able to shave, shower, eat lunch, and somehow get to Cocorina by 12.15. Don't know how I did it, but I did. Listening to Jim Lightfall, voice of the Bulls, it was great. It was fantastic. But, man, the fact that we got on the air, I don't know how we did it. (laughs) We somehow did. And I appreciate them for thinking of me when it comes to that. They were great people. Unfortunately, Jim Lightfall and them, they saw a not-so-great performance for the Bulls as they lost to Wichita State 69-49. Three-point ball game at the break, but South Florida had just 16 points in the second 20 minutes of action. USF made five shots in the second half yesterday. Five. Three of them coming from beyond the arc. USF was 22% from the field in the second half. That's not great. I told you going into... This hour. I thought it was perfect for Wichita State yesterday. I know everyone wants to sit here and and really overanalyze and be like, well, really? Like, Wichita State, 7-20 from deep. I know they're 50% from from the field. But it's not like USF is all that great, yada, yada, yada. And look, I, I understand all of that. But here's why it was perfect yesterday. It was senior day for the Shockers. And while they were honoring James Rojas and Gus Okafor and Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler, 
The fact they were able to honor those guys, great. But Craig Porter Jr. had the most Craig Porter Jr. day I think I've seen since I've been here. He had a career-high 24 points on 9 of 16 from the field. He was 3 of 5 from beyond the arc. He pulled down five rebounds, had five assists, had five blocks and two steals. One of the blocks that he had, he rejected it to the baseline, and it went off the official. Just friendly fire. Just got clubbed by Craig Porter Jr. And the other four blocks that he had were pretty darn special, too. And I couldn't help but just be in awe of what Craig Porter Jr. was able to do. It was the perfect performance for him to close out his career as a shocker in the regular season. Everyone's going to point to the triple-double game that happened not too long ago, which, look, I get it. That for sure is a Craig Porter Jr. type of, of game, becoming the second shocker to record a double-double in the last 52 years. That's pretty darn impressive. Him and Fred Van Vliet, those are the only two guys. Pretty darn special. But Craig Porter Jr., with his defense yesterday, that's what made me smile the most because I'm like, man, this is this is so perfect for CP3. The crowd was the loudest that was all season, and as bad as Wichita State has played in that building this year, that was a pretty, pretty perfect way to wrap things up going into the, the postseason next week. I know everyone wants to talk about next year already, want to talk about the head coach, so on and so forth. But, man, you have to just sit back and just admire what Craig Porter Jr. was able to do yesterday. It was perfect to me. James Rojas, he had 10 points. Xavier Bell had 11. And, by the way, Xavier Bell, a couple of nice games for the Shockers these last few. So three players in double figures for Wichita State. Shocker shot 50% from the field. They had 15 turnovers. But I thought it was just perfect. The way that Craig Porter Jr. played, I thought you couldn't have scripted it any better outside of maybe a step back three for the win. Speaking of Craig Porter Jr., I'm sure he was all in his feels in the postgame. We have that postgame audio for you, courtesy of our friends at Cake, since I had to help out with the Bulls radio network. Didn't get a chance to record it myself. But that's where Sully Ingles and company come into play. We thank Cake for making this possible. Here is CP3 after a senior day performance that ended in AW. Uh, I mean, it's like you said, all my family, most of all my brothers, mom, dad, I mean, everybody got to come down for this. Uh, I mean, I knew, knew they were all going to be here. So I really just wanted to put on a show for them and just leave Coke Arena, my final game. I mean, with my best I could do. So, I mean, that's, that's just what I did. So. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, like I said earlier in the week, I mean, this is just what I wanted to be remembered as and for, uh, in this is area and nationally. So, I mean, it's just what I do. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just me at the end of the day. So I'm just, I'm glad I got to do this here. And the conference tournament, James said, you guys are 
Uh, we got a lot of confidence. I mean, like James said, I mean, we've been playing so good on the road. I mean, every game from now on is going to be a, a road game. So, I mean, we, we've been having the momentum. I mean, every game we've played in the past few weeks, I mean, they've been one possession if we haven't won. So, I mean, we got the utmost, utmost confidence in each other right now. And the coaches, I mean, they're they're putting us in the right spots. And I feel like everything's just falling at the right time. Why is it? Uh, I think that probably has something to do with it, but I mean, honestly, I I don't even know for real. I mean, we we just get it clicking on the road, and I feel like just that adversity once it hits from the beginning and before the game, I feel like we kind of brush it off our shoulders instead of feeling like at home we have to just automatically, I mean, have to win. Obviously, that's every game, but I don't know. I feel like we 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 just some for some reason are better on the road. I, I don't know. <laughs> when you, you think back at these last three years. Uh, COVID stuff, the, the championship. Um, you know, I, I put that video up, and like Mo and Dex are already tweeting at you. Uh, you know, just the, the memory is like, what, what's going through your head on? Uh, you know, these last three years, like, what's what's kind of like in the, the memory bank for you? Um. I think I'm just thinking about all the memories uh, and everybody I've met and all the good people I've met just overall in my career here. Uh, I mean, it's just been fun even when I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do on the court. I mean, off the court, I was having the most fun I probably had my whole life. So, I mean, these guys just made it a lot easier for me over the years. So, I mean, I couldn't be more happy with where I'm at right now. And how much is the, like the Wichita, uh, it seems like you really like embrace the Wichita community and, you know, uh, kind of home away from home uh, talk about just like your relationship and uh, you know it's more than just you know playing basketball here right yeah for sure I mean this is like I said home I mean my mom moved up here I got all my brothers and my dad coming up here constantly so I mean just having my family up here and we get to spend time going around the city doing a lot of different things just seeing a lot of different people and just showing them that I mean it's bigger than basketball to these people here and it's just it makes them puts a big smile on their face so that's just what makes me happy Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, even with how the season went, it's not the way we wanted to. But, I mean, I wouldn't change it for, I mean, anything in the world. I mean, I've made memories here this year just like I did every other year. I mean, I feel like, I mean, with this team, we got the most talent. I mean, I've probably played with. I mean, but, I mean, this this group of guys, I mean, it's just so fun, and I just love these guys. Uh, it means a lot. I mean, because where I'm from, it's, it's basketball or nothing, honestly. I mean, you're not really thinking about much other than that. So, I mean, coming in here, everybody was everything I expected. They were basketball junkies. So, I mean, it was it was nothing but love. I mean, obviously, you got to perform well to get that love. But, I mean, they showed it no, no matter what. So, it is just a wonderful experience. Great. Was there anything in particular you tried to savor today, walking up the tunnel or seeing fans or, you know, what will you miss? What will you remember about kind of the routine of game day? Uh, I mean, really everything. I mean, obviously the next step is going to be a whole new restart button. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss everything from just being with my teammates on the road, just flying, just having all those laughters and the ups and the downs. I mean, it all makes everything worth it, I mean, at the end of the day because, I mean, you never know where you can be the next day. So, I mean, you got to cherish every moment you have. 
blocks, a couple more steals. Um, you know, I've heard from other people outside the program that they feel like you have a real case for defensive player of the year. I know you saw you know Dexter up close and personal last year. You feel like you have a case to uh, you know to make for defensive player of the year this year? Uh, I honestly do, just because I mean I don't want to use my height as a like a advantage point but I mean it's not honestly anybody else in the country doing the things I do on the defensive end but I mean if I don't win it I'm not going to be mad I'm trying to go to Dallas and get those four wins in a row so I mean that's really what's on my mind but I mean I wouldn't be mad if I won it for sure so did you pick up anything from Dexter last year I know you guys are two kind of different defenders but did you take away anything just you know playing with them every day uh, I mean, yeah, uh, he, he kind of showed me how he times things. Uh, he kind of just talked to me a lot, just working on that. And I feel like just playing alongside him, I mean, we were both being able to do those things, chase down blocks, getting steals, and just, just affecting the game defensively. I mean, really just talking to him daily and just, like I said, just figuring out how to time people's shots and just little things like that he just pointed out to me. You think you have the chase down? Better than him? Uh, no, nah, I ain't, I ain't do it a lot this year. A lot of mine was this year was uh, jump shots or floaters and stuff like. But he, I'll give him the chase down artist. I'll give him that. Uh, Xavier Bill in the second half. Uh, how, how, how helpful was his contributions? Uh, it was a big part of us uh, extending that lead. I mean, there was times when guys were collapsing and we needed him to make that big shot. I mean, and it's what we've been expecting of him the whole year. So for him to step up now in the last few games and just be confident and just make those open shots, that's that's really big for him and us as a team to succeed. Sully kind of touched on it there about the fans, but, you know, for you personally, you know, <laughs> chanting CP3 for you, you came out of the game, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what, what the game went like. I felt like these guys kind of had your back. Is that how you felt? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know these fans. I mean, they're diehard fans no matter what. They love winning and hate losing. I mean, that's everybody within the sport. But, I mean, these these fans, I mean, they're they're the best in the country, honestly. I mean, they're here every game. It might not sell out like it used to, but, I mean, they still come and support every day, and it's, it's just unbelievable for real. Craig Porter, Jr., talking about the best fan base in the country. Well, Craig Porter, Jr., one of the best in Wichita State men's basketball program history would be my guess. I'm sure there are some others that are up there on the Mount Rushmore of Wichita State men's basketball, but nonetheless, Craig Porter Jr. deserves his flowers, and he certainly got some yesterday, a W for the Shockers, 69-49. to Craig Porter Jr., a career-high 24 points, had five rebounds, five assists, and Five blocks. I would hope he would win the Defensive Player of the Year in the conference, but who knows? Because at the end of the day, Wichita State's overall record was 16 and 14, and 500 in the conference at nine and nine. Shockers take on Tulsa on Thursday at six o'clock. If they were to win, they would play Tulane on Friday at eight. And Wichita State does have a win against Tulane, and it took place in Louisiana. So we'll see what happens there in that one for the Shockers. As they get ready to travel down to Fort Worth, Texas, we'll see if we have Isaac Brown audio for you tomorrow. Haven't heard if things have changed or not. But if we have it, we'll certainly play it. If not, then we'll do something else, as will be brought to you by Wooshock Wheats, the official beer of the Shockers.
Before we get to Cheney Girls basketball coach Sarah McCormick, just want to remind you, the weather is fantastic right now. You should be out on a patio, and there are two patios in town that you can visit at Twin Peaks. There's one out west at Ridge and Taft, one out east, 21st and Rock. Twin Peaks right now has happy hour. And let's be real, this past weekend, you're probably like, you know what, Monday stink, I want to make it easier. Well, go make it easier at Twin Peaks. That was actually at Twin Peaks West on Saturday, watching the fights. John Jones, Bones, getting a quick submission there with that card. And, and I wasn't expecting that at all. And I haven't watched UFC all year. But a buddy of mine, he's about to move to Baltimore. And I said, you know what, let's let's treat you. Let's go to Twin Peaks. So we went out to Twin Peaks West. They took care of us. The wings were on fire. And it was just a blast. Twin Peaks is a great place to go for fights. March Madness just around the corner. Big 12 uh, tournament this week. I'm sure they'll have that as well. Twin Peaks is the place to go. Ridge and Taft and 21st and Rock. All right, later on, Mount Rush from Monday. But coming up next in hour number one, we talk to Wellington girls basketball coach Eric Adams. Here in hour number two, it's Cheney girls basketball coach Sarah McCormick as the Cardinals get ready for the Class 3A state tournament as they open things up with Eureka. So we'll talk to Coach McCormick next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We all know the saying, happy wife, happy life, and good night's sleep will definitely keep the wife happy. That's why you should try Derby Mattress. Their heavy-duty mattress made by Sutherland holds up to 1,100 pounds from a company that's been around for well over 100 years. Also, there's a latex mattress that you can buy now and not have to replace for decades. thing I love about Derby Mattress, their everyday prices beat the sale prices of the big box stores. That's Derby Mattress, 105 South Baltimore and Derby, or online at derbymattress.com. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Are you in trouble with the IRS? Detaxify is the trusted tax relief solution that has an A-plus rating with the BBB, five-star rating from Google, and specializes in the IRS Fresh Start program. If you have years of unfiled back tax returns or owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or state, the government has the power to garnish your wages, freeze your bank account, and in some cases, they can now revoke your passport. This is John Zandi, president of Detaxify. Detaxify specializes in the Fresh Start program where we help struggling taxpayers get out of collections or settle their tax debt. If you're being 
audited or dealing with threatening letters from the government, you may need professional tax relief representation. My team at Detaxify can stop the tax collectors and stop the threatening letters from the IRS or state. Call me now for a free consultation. Call now, 800-601-7780. That's 800-601-7780. Detaxify offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Call now, 800-601-7780. Auburn Wine and Spirits, offering whiskeys from around the globe, craft beer, and wine of all types. Auburn Wine and Spirits has been bringing our selection of 2,000 wines to Wichita since 2008. Right now, Auburn Wine and Spirits is looking for a sales associate. If you want to work in a fun environment with competitive wages and are at least 21 years old, part-time and full-time schedules are available. Apply in person at 320 North Rock Road or send your resume to wine at auburnwichita.com. Welcome back to The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Producing the show is Jack Johnson. I'm Pat Stropman. Big week this week as it is state tournament time for high school basketball. Already talked to one head coach in hour number one out of Wellington. And now we will talk about the Cheney Cardinals. And we'll talk about the girls basketball team with the head coach, Sarah McCormick, who's on the line right now coach congratulations how are things going oh it's fantastic it's always great when you get to go to the state tournament so it's a great week so far yeah no doubt and you are the four c going into this tournament at the class 3a level at the hutcherson sports arena taking on eureka coming up on wednesday at four o'clock a a battle of of two teams with the same record at 21 and two coach let's just kind of open things up in a general way of how you got to this point, how would you summarize this season for the Cheney girls basketball team? Uh, You know, last year when we graduated seven seniors, a lot of people said that we were going to struggle. You're not going to be any good. And I just thought, I don't know. I'm returning some pretty key returners. And, but we just didn't really know each other that well because a lot of girls had very minimal varsity experience that were even returning. And so um, we were going to have to get a lot of experience, get to know each other quite a bit in the summertime. And the thing is, I think that really helped us. We had a really tough schedule before Christmas. And I thought, well, we'll definitely see what we need to work on. And we played some really tough school. I mean, right out of the bat, I mean, right off, Right off the bat, we played uh, Clearwater first, mm-hmm. and then we played Wellington, and uh, I mean those those are really good teams. And uh, then after Christmas, we had Heston, and so it was just you know bam, 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 and we had to learn how to play together and how to play really well early on. Yeah, to, to say the least. Anytime you're taking on Clearwater and Wellington, I know Clearwater had a really good season. You guys got that win by ten. One of your two losses coming to Wellington, and well, Wellington really, really good this year. Number one seed in in the tournament, so there's there's no doubt that they're pretty darn special. But uh, coach, you, you brought up how you lost some important players last year. Earlier in the athletic year for volleyball, Cheney had some some success there. Cheney didn't win 
the state championship, but Cheney was able to get a third-place finish in, in the tournament, the Class 3A state tournament in the Hutchinson Sports Arena. So I'm sure some of those players were, are playing for Cheney now for girls basketball. So when he had that taste of success, did, did that kind of help things out too in terms of making that transition from not seeing some of the girls having those varsity minutes, but they did have that sort of winning DNA, if you will. Did that help things out, make the transition a little bit better? Absolutely. I mean, you know, in Cheney, you're expected to win no matter what. It shouldn't matter who's graduating. But, I mean, from a coach's standpoint, you know you have to – it's not necessarily rebuilding, but you kind of have to put together a new team. And so you might not be able to do the things that you did the year before, but you're going to find new strengths with a new team. And I think the girls here are very receptive to new challenges and accepting new roles. I mean, because everybody here wants to win, and they'll basically do whatever they need to do to get that win. So it's pretty fun to coach here. Yeah, no doubt. I just I just have the feeling, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. I'm sure everyone says this. Uh, the fact that you get wins in any sport and have that kind of go into another sport, there's there's nothing that, that beats winning. It just kind of teaches you a, a lot. I know you learn a lot from losses, but when you have that state championship type of of DNA or that type of, of play, it just makes things a little bit easier, I feel like, in every single sport, especially in a smaller town like, like Cheney. And there's no doubt that, that there's multiple athletes that are playing multiple sports. And there's no doubt right. that one of your top players is a gal who really starred on the volleyball floor. And now here she is doing very well from a basketball standpoint. That's Campbell Haig, six foot three in the middle. If you have that type of length at the class three, a level, you're probably going to have some success, but you got to go out there and work. And I know Campbell has been able to do that this season. So what have you seen from Campbell? What has she been able to do this season for Jeannie? You know, this season, she's even taken the role of not only, you know, being a big body in the lane, but also she'll be able to get the rebound and then she takes the ball herself and she can go the length of the court. I mean, she is one of our best ball handlers. She is leading us in assists right now. I mean, she, she can do it all. And it's, it helps us in so many ways, both offensively and defensively. So she has really, I would say, really grown her game, not just like on the inside, but also on the outside for us. Talking to Cheney Head Girls basketball coach Sarah McCormick here on the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. Cheney in the Class 3A state tournament. Cheney the four seed taking on Eureka coming up on Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Cheney 21-2, Eureka 21-2 as well. Campbell Haig, your your top scorer at 11 points per game. What what does it say, though, about her being able to lead this team with assist? I, I, I just, me thinking back to my high school days, like anytime I touched the ball, I was I was told to just shoot it right up and in because I'm six foot seven around the rim and coaching it trust me to make the pass to anyone else. It's no, you, you shoot it when you get it because you're six foot six, six foot seven, that's what you do. But for Campbell, I think you dump it inside, and it's like, yeah, you want her to shoot, but to her have the ability to lead this team in assist, what does it say about her and what what she really does for this unit? She is very unselfish, and she also knows the value of 
uh, her other post player, Leah Durr, who also uh, is our leading scorer as well with 11 points. Like she knows it can't just come from one person and it's really hard to guard the high low. Um, very much so. And so she is, she sees the floor very well for a post player and she knows if it's not there, she'll just reverse it. And we have guards who have honestly really stepped up on the perimeter as well. And so, uh, she knows she has faith in all of her teammates, both on the inside and the outside for other people to score as well. But she's not afraid to put the team on her shoulders as well and just say, I can take this on my own. You have two six-foot post players. What do what do teams do to try to combat that, or can they? <laughs> That's a tough well, thing to deal I with. Well, I mean, things that we've seen this year, like a lot of people, which I expected at the beginning of the year, uh, especially with a bunch of newbies on the team, uh, they really packed it in in a zone, and so we really worked on that quite a bit at the beginning of the year. But um, after a while, a lot of people started putting more pressure on our guards, and at first we didn't like that. And so we really had to work on that, honestly, the entire month of February because I had a feel, especially after our loss to Garden Plain, uh, Garden Plain, after the three times that we played Garden Plain, their final time, they played us in a lot of man and they put a lot of pressure on us in the full court. We didn't do well with that. And so I really want to give Garden Plain credit for that because I feel like we became a much better team after that loss. And literally the entire month of February, we worked on man stuff constantly. And uh, now I think we prefer that even more because we find better ways to score yeah. that way. Yeah, for sure. Reagan Ayers, tell me about her, Coach, and what she's been able to do for you this season. So the best thing about Reagan is her quick release. I mean, she she's first of all, she is a star uh trackster she is a state champion in the four by one and uh so she's got speed but then as far as getting her release i mean she's got she likes to just get it off pretty quickly and she's just she doesn't think about it sometimes she just lets it fly and when she gets in the zone she is pretty unstoppable and i'm really proud of her because reagan has really grown also within the year because before I don't think she was super confident. She was kind of questioning herself a little bit. And you can't have that as a shooter. You've got to just, like, trust yourself. And just to see her do that as the years progress, it has just been really fun to watch her. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Coach, I I know in sub-state play, you guys were able to get three wins, obviously, to get to the state tournament. You took down Nickerson in round one, then you – were able to get the win against Halstead, 52-41, and then you beat Heston, 52-36. And Heston has always had success over the, the last so many years, I would say the last couple decades, really. They've always been competitive, both on the boys' side and the girls' side, for that matter. During this run, you can point to Campbell and Leah and Reagan and what they've been able to do. But Alina Bartlett is the one that has really come on strong. And something about about seniors and, and, and what they really realize when you get the sub-state play, it's like, okay, now it's we lose, my my career's done, or, or my season's over. And sometimes that just allows a player to just step up and elevate their game to a point to where you as a coach just just probably sitting there going, wow, this is just, <laughs> this is just amazing to watch. So Alina, I think you can – make the argument that that she has been that difference maker to help you guys go on to the state tournament. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Alina, she, especially against Halstead, we were kind of struggling there for a while, and she was unconscious. Like, she has not shot like that the entire year. I believe she only missed one shot the entire game. <laughs> and that she has not had a performance like that the entire year. And honestly, I mean, at this point of the year, I don't care who's scoring. I'm just happy we're scoring because, you know, there's no more easy games. Like, everyone's good now, and uh, we always know everyone's going to bring their best game. And so Alina was ready to go. And like I said, I think a lot of people really kind of hone in on our post players. But then that means the guards have to step up, and Alina did that, and and then some. Like, it was amazing. She handled the pressure. She hit, uh, I think it was four threes. I mean, she was amazing. And then the next game against Heston, same thing. And she has not faced that type of defensive pressure the entire year against Heston, and she handled it like a pro, and I could not have been prouder of her. Sarah McCormick, our guest, Cheney, head girls basketball coach here on the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Cheney in the Class 3A state tournament in Hutchinson taking on Eureka in the 4-5 battle coming up on Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Coach, you you just mentioned it there. Now we're at this stage in the game to where it's the best of the best. You're facing a good team no matter what happens. I'm going to go back to something, though. You brought up how key it's been in order to score the basketball. What about def- defending? I feel like that's the one thing uh, about teams. You can sit here and look at offenses, but sometimes it comes and goes. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's really bad. But you do have defense, and I feel like defense travels quite well, especially in a, in a bigger place like the Hutchinson Sports Arena. So it certainly starts with those two girls in the middle with Durr and Haig, but the perimeter defense, it has to be there. So how key has the, the defense been this season for you guys as the offense has been coming along down the stretch here? Uh, our defense has been – huge like we had to in order again i'm going to talk about our garden plane loss um you know we've just been practicing zone stuff constantly because we knew well that's what people are going to run against us and then i knew once we lost the garden plane i said this film is going to go out to everybody in the whole state and we've got to get better at this and i said in order to get better we have to practice it against ourselves and play it in a game and so now i feel like the girls they might even be more confident in our man-to-man because, like I said, that's all we practice mostly in the state or in the month of February. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I said in sub-state, I said, honestly, our defense is what's going to win our games. Everyone's good. We're going to be able to score, you know, where we need to, but it's our, we have to get stops. And I think the girls are really enjoying you know, getting out, putting more pressure on the – the opposing team, because I kind of feel like before we were kind of sitting back relying on our bigs and us leading in rebounds, and that just can't be the case. And so, you know, throughout our sub-state tournament, we used both quite a bit, and I feel like that really worked to our advantage because I never want a team to get comfortable and expect us to do the same thing. And I I honestly feel like earlier in the year we let people get comfortable because we just relied on our zone, and I don't think we can do that anymore, and we've done quite well with that. Well, Coach, take on Eureka coming up on Wednesday. What really stands out about Eureka? Uh, they are a team packed with athleticism, definitely. They are. They have a lot of strong, quick, powerful guards. 
Um, they're not afraid to shoot it. They want to penetrate quite a bit. So we'll have to really stop their stop them from getting the easy buckets. So teams that have guards like that, you know, they'll want to try to get steals, get some, get a lot of layups, and we're just going to have to really take care of the ball. But we're going to have to win the rebounding game for sure. Well. It certainly helps when you have those two gals in the middle. That will help, uh, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, Coach, I, I do want to ask about this because at, at Scott City, you know, you're you're here at Cheney for year number two, but at Scott City, you guys had some success out that way. You guys were able to make state tournaments, and you were able to have some success. So what do you think the, the key is when it comes to postseason success, getting wins at the state tournament? Um. Well, I mean – I'll let you know. You gotta have a little bit of luck, luck on your side. Mm-hmm. You definitely do, and but also experience certainly helps. Mm-hmm. And you know, Cheney has gone to the state tournament 17 times, and you know we we've won it twice. But they just need to kind of know that you know every possession is crucial, and you can't take any breaks. And just because a certain team has a certain record, that really means nothing at the state tournament. Everybody's good. And every team is going to have runs. We just want to try to make, make sure we have more runs than they do and weather the storm when it comes our way. But we have to be able to compete the entire game because uh, there's can't take any breaks. Everybody's too good. So knowing that going in, I feel like the girls understand that, and I think they expect to win when we get to these tournaments. Well, Coach, congratulations again on making it to the state tournament. Best of luck in Hutchinson. Thanks so much. That is Sarah McCormick, our guest, Cheney, girls basketball coach here on the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Cheney has had some success over the years. There's no doubt. Paying attention to them from afar up in Salina, That was always a regular name competing for a state tournament appearance or maybe even a state championship. This past fall on the volleyball floor, just falling a little bit short, taking third in the Class 3A state tournament. We'll see what happens when it comes to basketball, though, inside the Hutchinson Sports Arena. Cheney has a very good team taking on Eureka, and it is taking place on Wednesday. So appreciate Coach McCormick for joining the show. And with her coming from Scott City, she knows a good friend of mine, and Adam Cadavy. We already talked about that earlier today. I know Adam was psyched to have Sarah McCormick be a part of the Pulse. So, Coach McCormick, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it, and best of luck to the Cheney Cardinals. We'll see what happens tomorrow here on the show. We'll have May South Boys basketball coach Joe Jackson. And we'll try to get some others for you as well as it is state tournament week. We do got to hype up a lot of these programs. Hope we can get some more guests as the week rolls along. All right, let us take a break. When we come back, we didn't get to the other NFL news that took place today. And I know Jack Johnson wants to talk about one bit of news in particular, so we'll let him gloat coming up here shortly. And we'll do a Mount Rush for Monday. That's just around the corner. It's the Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Since 1933, Envision has been a part of the Wichita community, serving people who are blind or visually impaired and their families. 
from employment opportunities to child development, rehabilitation, research, and crucial programs for all ages. This year, we celebrate our 90th birthday. We invite you to join our year-long celebration of 90 years of envisioning the possibilities. Visit EnvisionUs.com to wish us a happy birthday and join us in continuing the mission. 100% of your gift directly impacts Envision's programs and services. Thank you, Wichita. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 tournament championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball, ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Now, this wasn't on Guitar Hero, Jack. This was Rock Band. It was. Did you have Rock Band, too? Oh, yeah. Did you play guitar? You know, I rotated between guitar and drums, I would say. The drums are the most fun to play, I'll be honest. Agreed. Although, I will say, when you get to the harder difficulty, my ankle was killing me. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how to do it properly. And then I started like watching how people did it. I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. My ankle killed me. And how would you know to play that song since I'm currently watching I Love You, Man? Oh, is it on the TV in the studio? <laughs> it's not. 
It's on HBO Max. Ah, so you're, you're watching it back home. I'm I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm watching it back at home at night to fall asleep. Always have to watch something for a few minutes. See, my wife, she can fall asleep super quick. I cannot. I take a little bit of time to go to bed. It's not because I'm in my thoughts. It's not that. It's not like my brain shuts off. It's just that I just need to calm down for about 10 minutes because I work pretty much all the way until that point, and then it's like, okay, now it's time for bed. Let's get the, the brain just to slow down a little bit. But I'm not, like, overthinking. I'm, I'm not the guy in the meme who's leaning over on his side in the bubble. You have the bubble for the gal saying, I wonder if he still loves me, and then there's a bubble for me going, gee, I wonder how that fly got on the wall or something. That's not me. I don't do that. Not at all. But it is on HBO Max, and I've had, I always enjoy that, that show, that movie. It gets a little – it doesn't get enough attention. It's pretty much underrated. That's how I would describe it. It's pretty good. All right, coming up, we have Saran Petro with the program. Overtime tonight at 6. Same thing tomorrow. Wednesday will be a little bit more crowded, as well as Thursday and Friday. We'll tell you more about that as the week rolls along. Championship week. Excited to be in Kansas City on Thursday and Friday. Mount Rushmore Monday time. Jack, before I move forward, congratulations. Derek Carr is a saint. Doing backflips over there. Everybody wrote me off, but I didn't write back. And then he quote Geno Smith. Of course he do. Good fit. Good for Derek Carr. Happy for him. I'm sure Michael Thomas is happy. Maybe. He's kind of a loony. So we'll see what happens. Derek Carr is now a saint, so Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's going to happen, which is just going to be a blast. Can't wait for it. Now, this Mount Rushmore Monday, I think we've done it before, but we might as well do it again. And the reason why we have to do it is because today, apparently, Jack, is National Oreo Cookie Day. Are Oreos in your Mount Rushmore? No, I don't think they would be. I'm going to start it off with snickerdoodles. Get a nice, warm, soft snickerdoodle. I'm not sure it can it has a close competitor, maybe chocolate chip, but I could probably eat about 15 to 20 snickerdoodle cookies in one sitting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's not my number one, but it's on my list. It's definitely top four. might be number two. Snickerdoodles are the freaking bomb. Yep. And my wife is now apparently listening, Jack. She just sent me a text. Snickerdoodles for the blank. I think she forgot to put for the win. She's a big fan of Snickerdoodles. We'll have to make some and bring them up to Kansas City one of these days. What's your number two? I mean, I'll be basic here, but you have a good chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookie. Yeah, yeah fair. You can't Specifically, really brown butter chocolate chip cookies. Since my wife is listening, I was going to have this on the list anyways. I feel like the only time she comments on the on the show is when we're talking about cookies or some sort of dessert. <laughs> I feel like it's the only time when she's actually listening. Just good timing, I guess. Love you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening there. <laughs> Appreciate it. She's probably wondering when I'm going to get home and what we're going to have for dinner because, well, with her being 16 weeks pregnant, she is uh, very, 
she's probably very hungry right now. So I'm sure we're making her crave some things right now. What's your number three? I'm going to go with those Halloween or Christmas cookies that have the little uh, like Christmas trees or the, the pumpkin on them. They're like small. I don't yep. know how to describe them better yep. than that, but you know what I'm I, talking my about. Wife, my wife was a fan of those too. She just texted me, cookies are my interest, not sports. It's true. <laughs> not wrong. And I'm also a fan of those cookies too. So what's your fourth one? Are we going to differ on the fourth one? A uh, peanut butter cookie with a chocolate, like a Hershey's Kiss in the middle. So you put them oh, on top of that cookie. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't want to do for my fourth. The the top three there are very, very, very strong. But the fourth one, white chocolate chip macadamia nut, man. There is nothing better. Zach over here, Darren the intern, is shaking his head. You don't know what you're missing out on. They are so good. They are probably the most underappreciated cookie. Not even close. Not even close. Darren's just going to shake his head. Totally fine. Right, Jack? You fan of those? I am. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that I, I could eat them. I'm not really like a a hater of any type of cookie, really. I mean, I think I could eat just about any cookie unless it's raisin. Any raisins in there, no. There's nothing worse then biting into a cookie, thinking it's chocolate chip, and it turns out to be a raisin. Nothing worse. That's why people have trust issues. All right, we're done. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate our guest, Cheney Girls Basketball Coach Sarah McCormick, Wellington Girls Basketball Coach Eric Adams. If you missed any of the show, check it out later on, ESPNWichita.com, Apple Music, or Spotify. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Strauffman saying so long, Wichita. Have a good night. Talk to you tomorrow at 2 here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. If you want to pay off high